You're listening to the Tyro Podcast, a space to help understand ourselves on a deeper level by learning and sharing from each other's spiritual and wellness practices. My name is Lucy and I am so excited to be on this journey alongside you. Welcome back to the Tyro Podcast. Today is a little bit of a surprise. It's a solo episode. So this is my second solo episode that I've ever done. I did one at the end of the last season, but because of cancellations and other things, it's meant that like it makes most sense for me to do this episode on my own. And I also wanted to update you all on what's been going on with my life recently. So it seemed like a perfect opportunity to do so. Let's start with like a little bit of update for me. A lot has changed in my life. Some of you might know that I'm currently traveling, which is amazing. But I suppose the distance meant that I was suddenly feeling quite isolated, which brought up a lot of social anxiety with friends and even family. I don't know, like maybe some of you have felt this way. I think when you've had something to worry about, suddenly removing yourself and not having all the things that you used to worry about on your mind, I think our brains can sometimes like look for things to worry about that don't exist. So I was suddenly feeling, yeah, super anxious. I flew out to LA on the 10th of October. I'm currently recording this from Mexico. I'm in Bacalar, which is so beautiful. I really recommend it. But yeah, when I flew out to LA, it was just like really hard to find accommodation. Um, Me and my boyfriend were constantly moving around and I suddenly felt quite depressed and unmotivated. Um, it, It happened slowly and then I just recognized that my mind was kind of let loose and it was going at 100 miles an hour and I didn't have all the usual fallbacks to distract me. I can just go to the pub with my friends or just make myself super busy because there wasn't too much for us to do out there. It was really expensive. And also you do need a car, um, which we didn't have. So I got to a point where I wanted to stop everything, even this podcast, and reevaluate my life. But I just took it one day at a time as you have to in those situations. And fast forward to now, I'm currently feeling the best I've felt in ages. So I thought I would talk about that process with you. The three steps to get you back on track when you're feeling off track, um, which is how I was feeling. And what's really important to note here is that this took time and this episode will likely make it seem easier than it was, but The most important thing is to meet yourself with grace every single day and give yourself time to cry out if you need to. Um, But eventually just try to get back on the horse or track or whatever you wanna call it and remind yourself that only you can do this. And I think I really reflected on that in the past. It was all about waiting for someone or something to save me. You know, it could be a job, a relationship, a flat, in this case, travel. I thought me going across the world would solve everything and I guess I had to really face the fact that at some point you can't keep running from that uncomfortable feeling and I had to just take the time to cultivate that appreciation of life that I was currently living in that moment you know and this takes healing it's not about fixing your outside situation which is what I guess I always fell back on it was really about looking inwards and fixing my internal situation. And another side note that I'm gonna say is before we get into it, 
let's remember that this track that I refer to can be considered an illusion in many ways. You know, I really believe that every time we go through one of these dips that last more than a few days, you know, not just a bad mood. I think these moments are opportunities for growth and it certainly was for me in this situation. And I truly believe that there's a purpose in these harder months. So just lean into it. Don't beat yourself up because you find yourself unhealed when you thought you'd done the work. So did I, so does everyone every single time they go through one of these dips and it's actually just completely normal. So let's get to step one. So step one is to bring yourself back to the present moment again and again, especially in my case, if you find yourself really out of practice, this will take some time, but just remind yourself of the teachings that if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you know. So don't give any attention to your thoughts. You know, they're likely ruminating on the past and the present, but you have to remind yourself that nothing is actually wrong right now. You know, it's not the future. It's not the past right now. So there's no point in worrying. Um, I also love, I shared something about, shared a meme on this on Instagram. I also love that when we worry about things in the future, we're worrying about something that hasn't happened yet and might not happen. And we're putting our body into all of that stress for literally no reason. Nothing is ever solved by overthinking. So what activities can you do to bring yourself in the present? So being in the present doesn't just have to mean meditation. I know for me personally, like when I'm going through one of these dips, I find it really difficult to meditate. In fact, most of my spiritual routine goes out the window. I think when you're struggling with an overactive mind, the best thing could be to do, I mean, it depends on the person, but the best thing for me is to find presence through activity. So for example, I love cooking or going for a nature walk. But um, what else is there? Swimming is also a great one because I focus on counting my strokes. Just find the activities where you can find a moment of peace and quiet in your mind. So luckily on the trip, I'd brought my copy of The Power of Now with me. So I was able to pick that up again. And in that moment, it was really helpful to be recentered through reading. And if that's an audio book for you or maybe a YouTube format, whatever works best. Um, I'd really recommend just refreshing yourself with some of the teachings you may know. And if you don't know them, if you haven't read some of these, like there's literally handfuls of handfuls and handfuls, I mean, multiple handfuls of books on this topic. So I'd really recommend getting one of those books. Um, One of my recommendations, which I got from a friend whilst being out here is Untethered Soul. And I really recommend that one. Uh, that book was great. It was an easier read than The Power of Now, but it also holds very similar teachings. And on that note, one point that the writer, Michael Allen Singer makes that really stuck with me is, don't fall into the trap of trusting your mind. I think we have to remember all the times our mind has been totally wrong. And when we can release the idea that your anxious negative thoughts aren't facts, they're not trying to tell you something or speak any truth at all, We can give ourselves a break. We don't need to keep listening to this negative chatter and thinking that those thoughts have a reason because I think that used to stress me out a lot. Okay, you've got to step two. Hey guys, I'm interrupting this episode to ask you to press the add button and the download. If you could share this episode with just one person who you think might enjoy it, it would help me so much. Thank you.
So step two is gratitude. I think after emptying my mind, so to speak, of all those negative thoughts, I wanted to consciously reintroduce some positive thinking. So I started practicing gratitude through journaling, affirmations, and meditation. This was something that I was used to practicing at home, but all the overwhelm meant that my gratitude practice had just like taken a back seat. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast and started your own self-healing journey, you have heard so much about gratitude. It's so important. It was one of those things that really has helped me along my healing journey. So I know that I don't need to go into that too much. I have other episodes where people talk about it. What's popped into my mind is just my episode with Georgia, the first ever episode. We talk about gratitude a lot. But I think what really helped me was turning the negative things that I was experiencing or thinking about into something that I could be grateful for. So for example, as I said, there was so much uncertainty at the start of our trip. Um, We had to move around so frequently to try find a decently priced place to stay, which is a shock to a system just being thrown into the deep end of just like not being able to find anywhere that we can afford slash not really being able to find anywhere at all um, was a massive shock. So at first I found it really, really overwhelming. I was just feeling anxious all the time, but through the gratitude, I was able to flip it on its head. So I started journaling again. I looked back and saw this in my journal. I started journaling on how grateful I was for uncertainty and reminded myself again and again that this difficulty would bring growth. Uh, so, you know, I and I, I know that this is easier said than done and I'm sure there's situations that some people might be going through where it seems impossible to flip on its head and I, and I understand that. So I still felt really uncomfortable, sure, but I was able to slowly change my relationship with this feeling, something that I'm very much still working on. I've mentioned this book before, but Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway that's the book title, could be a useful book if you're experiencing this because I think that was like one of my, again, it's kind of in a lot of books, but really noticing that uncomfortability and that fear and being like, hmm, like, again, this is space for growth. This is really showing me how I can push out my comfort zone. And I've seen that in my life make a really positive impact since I've started doing that. I genuinely used to run away from anything slightly uncomfortable. And now, slowly but slowly, I'm leaning more and more into them. Um, So yeah, the third state, what is it? The third step? Yeah, the third step, self-love. So this is gonna be a big step, obviously. As we all know, self-love is a lifelong journey. I'm still on it and I know it will be a long one and that long one will have, you know, many twists and turns. Because of that, I think we should all try to incorporate self-love into our daily routines. So how can you actively create a better relationship with yourself? Our relationship with ourselves is just like any relationship. It requires acceptance, trust, and support. And accepting ourselves isn't easy in a society that literally profits on us doing the opposite. But I think we can start cultivating this acceptance through positive affirmation. And I have a really good episode on that with Nick. So if you haven't listened to it yet, you can head there. In it, you'll notice that I say, I don't really practice positive affirmations. And I didn't, I did start doing it on this trip. And I definitely like to journal positively about myself. So if that's something that you could feel more comfortable doing, then definitely try that out. Even if I didn't necessarily believe it in that second, 
I will write in my journal and remind myself like how brave I'm being or congratulate myself on working through that negative emotion that I was feeling that day. Um, You know, compliment yourself as you would a friend. The next pillar of a relationship is trust. And once I learned this, it actually changed my life. Does that sound a bit OTT? But it's true. So this became even more important to me whilst I was traveling. Of course, I had my boyfriend with me who was amazing through this whole process, but I was able to see the importance of self-reliance even more. You know, the time difference and the physical distance meant that I needed to do things for myself. And although I've come so far since starting this journey, this was something that I had not yet had to tackle. I was surrounded by family and friends at home. So that meant I could easily ask them for advice anytime I felt insecure or perhaps use them in the process of decision-making. So like, as I said before, I've started to push myself out of my comfort zone, you know, maybe a year ago now, especially starting this podcast would probably be the first big, big push. But when I was at home, I was able to run ideas through my friends and family. So although I was in this uncomfortable space, I didn't feel alone. That safety blanket was still there. And I guess I realized through traveling that I needed to, you know, fully grow out of it and grow into my own. In my opinion, the best way to build this self-trust is through keeping to your word. There is a really great podcast called Skinny Dipping. This episode, I think, is called Strengthen the Connection with Yourself. In this episode, Kayla talks about giving yourself attainable goals within a set time frame. So the first time I did this exercise, I said that for two weeks, I was going to be a vegetarian in the week and more flexible on the weekend. And I was also going to meditate every day. So when I started, I could barely meditate for five minutes. And when I finished, I was actually doing 45 minutes. So I'd really recommend it. As everyone says, like consistency with meditation is key. And it's true, it is. Um, But this process, this two-week exercise was really beneficial for me in making steps towards building a routine, which is something that I'd always struggled with. but I did feel a lot better in myself as well. So I do believe that it helped me build self-trust, which contributed to self-love. So this time around, I wanted to introduce daily yoga to get me into my body um, and stretch out. I mean, I work from home, so I was working a lot in bed. We didn't have a desk or anything. We didn't have any other chair. So yoga was an essential one for me, as well as EFT tapping. So if you haven't heard of tapping, It's believed to target the neural pathways and help you process negative thoughts, but also introduce a more positive mindset. So I thought this would be a fantastic activity to try. It seemed right up the street of what I needed. So for the first two weeks, I specifically focused on self-love tapping. I also only did tap with Brad on YouTube just because he's my favorite. So shout out to Brad. I really recommend his tapping and he I think he uploads one like every week and he's done so for the last like 10 years so whatever it is that you're struggling with he will have maybe a few different tappings for you to try on that topic so having this routine not only grounded me but really helped to repair my relationship with myself I really couldn't have done any of this if I didn't carve out quality time for myself which relates to the third pillar 
support the, the three pillars of relationships that I talked about earlier so that is support and if you think about it like this if your friend is going through a rough time you would want to spend time with them maybe even treat them to a nice evening in you know you would give them time to add their feelings to you and support them through the process and that is exactly what we have to do with ourselves so give yourself time to journal and air out your feelings and most importantly give yourself space to feel them if you're constantly distracting yourself and are constantly going at 100 miles an hour at one point I think it just implodes I mean before I actually flew out to LA the two weeks before that were just go 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 I don't think I had I think I had like one night in the night before I left it was so busy obviously seeing all my amazing friends and loved ones and my cousin got married it was all like these lovely events but I was really going at it and I think I thought I could rest in LA which of course I had loads of time to do but that stress part up top of another stress like it was all just a little bit too much and I felt like I lost myself in that process a little bit so you know even if you're with your partner or you live with a friend journaling next to them is kind of a solitary experience and you know, that also applies to reading, but I think it's really important to have that time where you're on your own, essentially. And, you know, journaling, you can have a good time. You can delve into what you want for the future and allow yourself to feel some hope, you know. Remind yourself that you've got this because you, you genuinely do, you've got this and everything will be fine. I'm sure you're going to come out the other side if if you do the work. It is just work, but is worth it and me personally anyway I don't like to journal negative feelings I'm constantly journaling positive things so if that also helps you don't feel like there's a right and wrong way to any of the activities you know you might find that tapping actually doesn't help you but there are so many different tools out there and that's why I love this stuff is that there's so many different ways that we can make ourselves feel better it's just what combination works for you, which is why I love having different people on the podcast, love being inspired by different people's journeys. So again, if you want to do that, you can head to the rest of the episodes because there's so much wisdom around us and everyone's gone through a hard time of their own. So yeah, talk it out as well. This I hadn't planned that in the steps, but here we go. Talk it out and my DMs are always open. Um, you know, I really want to create more of a community next year. Community is everything. So I really want to build one through this podcast. Don't be shy. Send me a message if you feel like you're going through a dip. I think that also really helps. And I hope that this episode has reminded you that you are genuinely not alone. There are loads of people experiencing dips. And remember that the way the world works, like what goes up must come down. I like to think of it more the other way. If you're in like a ditch, you know, there's going to be something positive around the corner. It's genuinely how I, how I believe it. And it will get to a few months down the line or whatever, however long that it was meant to be for you to work this out. And you'll look back and think, whoa, look how far I've come and give yourself a big old pat on the back. But also give yourself a pat on the back throughout the process because I think that really helped me. So just to round it up, thank you for listening today. I really hope you enjoyed this format. Please let me know if you did. You can let me know if you didn't as well. That'd be a bit sad. No, I'm taking. Let me know what you thought of it. I would love that. And let's do a little roundup. So the three steps were slow down your mind and bring yourself back to the present. Reintroduce gratitude and self-love. 
I hope you have a beautiful day and I shall see you soon.